What's up, everyone? Welcome to But What Do I Know? This is your host, Kevin Beckfar, and today I have a special guest, uh, and it's uh, Carl Schwartz. What's up, bro? How's it going, dude? Bruh, quarantining like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude, hunkered down here in Illinois, too, man. Damn, the Illinois. What part of Illinois are you in? Um, Chicago suburbs. Uh, it's Batavia. It's like real close to like Aurora area. So like outside of Rosemont and all that? Oh, yeah, I'm way out. I'm probably, like, 50 minutes outside the city. Oh, okay. Away from Rosemont, I think. Yeah, I'm oh, out there. A little safer, a little safer. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, Chicago, something else, bro. It's wild, dude. That's south side, man. Ain't nothing to fuck with. It's Hell, bad, so. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I found myself on the wrong streets of uh, there and a couple places in Philly where I'm like, oh, and Detroit. All those three shitholes. I'm like, dude, I don't like this. I'm a little bitch. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, dude, Philly is wild, man. I I was there for Comic-Con a couple of years ago, and my Airbnb was in a shit neighborhood. I had to park like 10 minutes, <laughs> like a 10-minute walk and walk my shit all the way to my Airbnb. I was not cool with that. Yeah, no, it's not fun. Did you hit up Tattooed Moms when you were in Philly? I did not. Dude, it's like a hipster bar on the bottom. Then you go upstairs. It's a fucking like heroin den, basically. No like, shit. It's not really a heroin den, but you think you're in a heroin den. It's like everything on the wall is tagged, like people signing shit. I must have drawn 30 dicks in that place, at least, you know, since the times I've been there. But it's super rad. There's a pool table, even though the floor is completely uneven and made out of plywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of place. But it is pretty. It's pretty rad. I like to visit it every time we go. Um, oh, so, yeah. so yeah, oh yeah. So something new I'm introducing uh, to this podcast is we're gonna draw the in, you know, you don't have to draw the entire time, but we're gonna draw whatever, fucking whatever is on your mind, you know, and then uh, we'll just post it up after, just something fun to do while we're chatting it up. And uh, I take it you have your pencil. You said pencils. Um, you got fancy with it. I have like a fucking, pretty much three inch you know dick size average dick size pencil right now i have a a little pencil bag that i carry with me that i was grabbing it and then i realized it's probably at the shop so (laughs) i have like one red pencil that was just lingering in my art room sick sick got fancy with the red though that's oh yeah that's where it's at best out here man we're in the ritzy suburbs out here brother Oh, I got you. I got you. I'm in the suburbs of California here in Temecula, but I, I would say it's ritzy compared to the rest of the nation, maybe. But this is where like people from San Diego and L.A. don't want to pay the prices. So they come live here. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's not where James oh. Mullen is in Hemet, California. <laughs> that oh, place is something James. else, dude. Fancy James. Yeah, Jay. It's, it's, I worked with there for a bit and I was like, bruh, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is entertaining i'll say that but yeah it's pretty dangerous out there that's why james is so fucking hard uh, you, have you met james hard. he's he's the nicest hard guy ever i've never met james in person we're like internet buddies but we've never actually met in person we're always Damn. at the wrong shows like he's in chicago when i'm like across the country ah uh, yeah yeah he's literally everywhere all the time it seems like so yes he is yeah yeah he's one of my besties but yeah, James is a good dude. He's solid ass artist. He was inspiring to work with, that's for sure. Yeah, that dude produces. Yeah, he does. He surely does. I think he's an alien. I mean, secrets out. He's a fucking alien. 
<laughs> it is what it is. That's good but, though, man. We could yeah. we could use an alien right now. Oh Jesus, we could use something. I've already tattooed myself once. I'm like, Fuck. I saw that. <laughs> bored, rules, dude. dude. <laughs> so bored, dude. On my left arm, I couldn't even stretch the shit. Luckily, it was mostly lined already, like I did a while back. But uh, it's um flaky. Look like it looks pretty flaky right now. But it's uh, healing good, so that's all that matters, right? All that matters, man. That's what sandworms for. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely say. Well, I. I went to the cheap route. I used the freaking derma, whatever fuck it is, which I actually like better than the actual Saniderm. Leaves like yeah. less damage. I yeah. agree. Sanoderm's I use the rough. what is it? Viewguard. Okay, yeah, Viewguard's the good. Dynarex. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's the one that's I use. Great. It's like double the amount, and it's like way more flexible. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like Saniderm. I I use it. Like, if I have it, but, like, the shop that I had worked at before I'd moved shops recently always just had view guards, so I was like, fuck me up. Yeah, that shit's, shit's pretty good. My my buddy Mark, uh, he runs a company. He does, like, an FDA-approved one and all that. It's all right. They're all, they're all pretty good. I just personally don't like Sanoderm at all. I'm just like, I've had way too many irritations with people with that stuff, so I just kind of stopped using it. I don't know why. Yeah, I've had I've I've definitely had some issues with people having a straight not good time with Sanoderm. Yeah, dude, it's not fun, not fun. <laughs> so, dude, last name Schwartz? Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, wow. Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you. Are you effing serious? Yeah, dude, dude I lucked out on that one, man. Dude, that is dope. Yeah, that's a dope one. I pretty much dude. named my shop after you, not Dark Helmet, not not the actual movie. So I appreciate that. I noticed that, and it, it meant a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. I it's want no you to know that. It's no biggie. It's like whatevs. But uh, yeah, dude, let's talk some fucking Star Wars. I take it you saw the new movie. Oh yeah, dude, and I was so stoked when they released it early. Yeah. For s- spring break, twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, dude, I liked it, man. I loved it, man. Yeah, I thought it, dude. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, um, they tied up some loose ends. You had plot holes, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But what Star... I mean, there's Star Wars all... There's plot holes all over Star Wars. So. Yeah, I agree. People like bitching about them. Like, bro, Star Wars was never about the story for me. It was all about the visuals. And this was visually fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. It was great. And, like, I think the plot holes and discussing the plot holes are what makes Star Wars fun for the fans. Like... Oh yeah, because then there's so many uh, theories you can come out with it. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it more than Last Jedi, but I will say Last Jedi I thought was visually better. I think he, yeah, I, I really liked the whole aesthetic that Ryan Johnson had going. Ryan Johnson is a great director. He is. And... He is. I didn't love Knives Out. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen Knives Out yet. Yeah, it was kind of. Eh. It was okay. But I do like Ryan Johnson for the most part. Yeah, Looper was great. Yeah, for sure. Super. Looper was so tight. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt just killed young Bruce Willis. Like, what? That shit was fire. It made me love Joseph Gordon-Levitt just that much more. Uh, yeah, he's one of my top favorites, you know, of all time. Him and actual Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe plays some pretty rad roles. He's super versatile. Yeah. Like, he did a good job of not getting typecast. Yeah, I think he tried his hardest, kind of like Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is very similar to that. 
kind of just does indie films for the most part. Yeah, I, dude. I fucking love it. I was watching one of those Snapchat, like, like news article things, and it was, like, Elijah Wood reading Google questions about himself, and it was hilarious. And one of them was, uh, are Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe the same person? <laughs> <laughs> It killed me so much. Oh, and his man. laugh, too, it was amazing. Elijah Dude, his Wood laugh's pretty awesome. annoying. I'm not going to lie. Elijah Wood's laugh's pretty bad. <laughs> it's so obnoxious, but it's so it's so wholesome. Yep. Yeah, he's awesome. He's we. I get to meet him at actually a tattoo convention. Uh, Steel, what, the Philly? Yeah, this, the, it was uh, Pittsburgh, Steel City. Okay, yeah. I Dude, a bunch of my friends all met him at that same show. It was... There's a bunch of people that were just like free roaming around being cool. Yeah, yeah. Jon Snow's wife in real life, she was there, which was pretty cool. And then, yeah, Elijah Wood. So I got my little Frodo-graph with him. Yeah. <laughs> Frodo-graph. <that's great. laughs> yeah, it was, he was such a tiny little man. And I am not a – I'm like 5'8 on a good day, so I'm not a very big guy. But uh, I'm same man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I identify as 6'3", so you have to accept that. So – I know. totally do. Okay, cool, cool. I'm also identified as tough. <laughs> is <what it laughs> but um, yeah, dude. Uh, what do you think about Mandalorian, bro? Dude, I love it. So they good. they killed it, man. I have rewatched Mandalorian so many times. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It has like my only complaint is, all right, bro, you're gonna fucking sacrifice your entire life to save this little baby yoda thing but then you're gonna carelessly leave it in your fucking vehicle you're gonna just let anyone babysit it like what the fuck is going on? as a parent i'm like dying over here i'm like no way what the fuck's going on right <laughs> <laughs> but it was still like the last episode and number four like dude those two episodes give me those all day i'm like yo yes 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 Sick. four that was uh that was the one with the atat walker right uh yeah, with uh, they come out on their friggin' jetpacks and stuff like that to save them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think the woman that directed that's the woman who's directing Obi Wan. Yes. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, that's another project I'm super stoked for. Yeah. Have you been watching uh, New Clone Wars? I actually haven't watched any of the new. I'm gonna wait till they all drop, which I don't think they have yet, and then I'm gonna just binge it. Hell yeah, dude! I am. I've been watching it, but, like, it's been, like, while I'm drawing yeah. or, like, trying to get my kid into it, but she's two, so mm -hmm. she just wants to watch Toy Story all the time. <laughs> so we'll get, like, five minutes in, she's like, dude, let's watch Toy Story, and I'm like, ah, fine, okay, yeah. again. Oh, uh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toy Story's good. You can't go wrong with it. Don't get me wrong, but. It's, it's great, but it's I've Wars. watched. Yeah, it's not Star Wars, <laughs> and I've watched all of those movies i've watched them all today and i'm gonna watch them all tomorrow oh man i feel for you and we're four days into quarantine now uh, so it's gonna be a long a long quarantine yeah that's pretty brutal have you seen frozen 2 yet she's not into frozen oh man that's too bad the new one's good i put so i watched bits and pieces of it yesterday but she was again like dad let's watch toy story <laughs> and she always like she gets this serious tone when she's like she's actually fed up and she's not being a bratty two-year-old she just looks at me she's like dad toy story <laughs> i'm like okay all right i got you 
<laughs> you're being cool about it. You should just tell her that because of the coronavirus, they're no longer playing it. Oh, my God. Just wreck her on it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what life's about? Just disappointing your kids? I mean, I thought. I, don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, my kid. I have three kids. And uh, my son's 11. So I'm having to teach him common core math for sixth grade. So, yeah, that's not Gross. going very well. Yeah, I'm on Khan Academy every night trying to learn how to do math. And then today I'm like, dude, I don't know how to figure this out, Common Core. This is how I would do it. He's like, why the hell would they not teach us that? <laughs> like, that was the easiest <laughs> thing ever. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> right? Just, this is how it goes. Yeah. That's how they, they taught us back in the good old days. Yeah, you know, the great old days of, <laughs> uh, what year did you graduate? I I didn't. Tight. I, yeah, sick, sick tat, tat life. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to graduate in uh oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah. And you just said, "Fuck this! I want to draw pictures on people." Yeah, I had t- I had tat shit to do, yeah. so I couldn't. I couldn't really fit it in my schedule, my booked schedule. Damn, dude, that's too bad. But also, good on you, dude. Good on you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I try my it, best. You know, nah, nah. My dumbass joined the Marines. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what an idiot, dude. I think I was pissed at my girlfriend at the time, and I was just like, I'm fucking joining the Marines. I'm like, Dad, you need to sign for me. I'm too young. He's like, you can't smoke pot in the Marines, son. I was like, yeah, I know this, Dad. <laughs> Proved him wrong. I smoked pot in the Marines. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hypothetically, hypothetically. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so while we're talking Star Wars and all this, well, you know, you do a lot of pop culture tattoos and shit, you know, we both kind of yeah. like to do that stuff. What's your take on, oh, uh, this motherfucker copied my tattoo that was Star Wars? Like, yeah, but didn't you copy Star Wars, you know? Do you have a take on that? Um, I don't really care. To be honest. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I am. I don't care if people copy my shit. If like if you copy my tattoo, then I mean I appreciate the fact that you liked it enough to copy it. I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. I I don't know. I, if if you didn't have time to draw your tattoo and you chose mine to feed your kid, thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I am honored. Yeah. I used to care, man. Then I was just like. Dude, I did a PBR2D2 tattoo that was ripped off so many goddamn times since, and I get it, dude. It's a fucking cool idea. Like, take it. Like, whatever. Just do it good. Right. Yeah, don't butcher my design. At least do it decent. And I'll be yeah, pretty exactly. happy. Like, do it. Don't do it as well as I did it, but don't butcher it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, there's definitely <laughs> people that have done it many times better than what I did. I did about six years ago, maybe now. And, uh, yeah, dude, I probably might do a, you know, 2.0 version of it just because oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I've grown, I hope, since then. So Ideally. Yeah. But that's, in a perfect world. In a perfect world, I grew as an artist. But I think this quarantine is going to help me, you know, drastically with my art. So I've been painting. I haven't painted in years, and I've been painting – pretty much since day one of this quarantine and i definitely like i'm feeling like the little like motions coming back um 
I feel like it's helping me with my like color selection too because you know you in not having like that color palette you're so used to going back to paints like you have to mix up a lot of your own colors so it's I I hope I I feel like if anyone comes out of this quarantine not as good as they were going into it you're fucking up man yeah yeah true colors are definitely going to show with artists during this oh yeah for sure i saw nico's post about stay the fuck home maybe you if you work a little much on your art you might actually become a better artist i know a lot of people shit on him about that post like don't tell me what to do i'm a rebel you know but <laughs> right i was like yeah but i want to get back to work so stay the fuck home you know just yeah that's <laughs> where i'm at with it like man like Dude, trust me, I'm I'm off work for two weeks. I'd love to be hanging out with my fucking friends, but I don't have that luxury yep. because I can't afford to be off for that long. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really killing me financially, emotionally. It's like, man, it's crazy. It's it's weird to be home so much. Like our uh, our shop group chat earlier was like. The most active it's ever been. Usually it's like short, straight to the point. Like, you know, oh, we're doing this, we're doing this. Like, okay, we'll see you guys then. And it was like an hour-long conversation earlier. Just missing each other and like that. You know, your core group, your shop's like your family. Oh, for sure. You're around them more than your family usually. Right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I am now, but definitely in my life. Yeah, that was definitely everything. Oh, hell yeah, for sure. That's, I just, I mean, I, my daughter's only two. I moved out to Illinois from Ohio about four years ago. And, like, the shop that I was working at, those dudes were my family. Like, I was five hours from basically anyone else yeah. that I'd known. Yep, yeah. I still, still love those dudes. still talk to those dudes, like, every day. Man, I don't talk to really anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I like dare, I don't travel anymore. I kind of stopped doing the comic cons. I stopped, you know, doing a lot. Two conventions I was doing this year have already been canceled because of this virus. So, you know, I'm just a little behind on everything. I just I don't know. Yeah. Since the new baby, because we each had our third, you know, almost a couple years ago, and it's just like, yeah, I just don't even want to fucking leave anymore. It's so much harder now. Yeah, I definitely had taken some time off. Uh, the the first year of my daughter's life, I was still traveling pretty regularly, and then that second year, I really took I did like two shows that year, and it's just a lot. Like it's a lot, especially when you you come back from this, you know, however long your trip is. Sometimes you're on two three shows on a trip, so you're gone for two weeks, and then your kid's like doing something completely new, and you're like, shit, dude, I missed that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's that's real life right there, dude. Sappy dad shit. Yes. Hashtag sad dad. Sad dads. Yeah. Sad dads of America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, I used to think it was so important to travel. For one, it's good for your soul. It helps feed, you know, break down your ego a little bit too, you know, because after a while, you know, you, you forget what's out there. You know, obviously we have Instagram. You and I probably don't forget. For a lot of people, I feel they need the conventions. They need that constant reminder of like i fucking suck you know like <laughs> right i just go on instagram every day after i do a tattoo i'm into or something i'm like oh my gosh the uk are aliens what the fuck are they doing like 
Right. God damn, America's so far behind. It's insane. Dude, for real, man, I would be so proud of the tattoo. I'll post it and then, like, scroll down two images and I'm like, oh, my God, like, thinking about taking that post down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we've stared at it I'm for, just... like, four hours and we're like, fuck, I can see every discrepancy there is. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dumb. Artist Tattooing, life. It's so dumb. Good old artist life. Oh, it's also the best though yeah it definitely is a bummer not being able to tattoo yeah no it's i said you know we're on the tattoo shop council page and all that stuff i'm like once we get back to tattooing i'm gonna feel a lot of tattoo artists are not gonna be bitching about their job for a while <laughs> oh yeah dude it's gonna be tattoo shop council will be a much more pleasant place yeah for like a couple months like three months yeah 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 at least then, three months then I'll be back on their bullshit again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, man, Karen came in today and she was fucking awesome. I missed her. Like, <laughs> Right. I miss some price checking people. Fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I gave her six quotes. She didn't get tattooed at all. It was a great day. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still getting messages left and right. And here in California, we're on shutdown. I think you guys are too, right? You're locked down for the most part. Yep. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm still getting messages. I'm still getting calls because I have a shop cell phone and people are like, you open? What the <laughs> fuck? No, we're not open. Did you not listen? You guys are ruining this for me. Some girl's like, oh, you can't go to the shop? You mind making house calls? Bitch, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Hell no. Like, You're missing the point. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Do you not know what this is about? Like, Jesus. I don't know what it's yeah. all about, but yeah, it's, it's pretty scary, man. Scary times, not going to lie. It's it's so surreal. It's yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of like. Have you ever worked in a factory before? Yeah, kind of semi. I made donuts. That's as factory as I've ever gotten. <laughs> so I, I like worked at Whirlpool for a while, and like every once in a while, like somebody would royally fuck up and not order like a major bulk order of parts that we needed to complete this fucking washing machine and everyone's standing around it'd be like two days of downtime and everyone's like damn dude this is crazy this quarantine is like that on the whole world like the whole world forgot to order parts damn dude yeah it's yeah no work to do it's pretty shitty dude it's like it is I just want a tattoo again and i had such cool tattoos lined up i'm like man this sucks yeah, it was like right when tax season was starting to pick up. It's like, all right, now curveball. We're gonna destroy the economy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always think like, how are we gonna come out of this? You know, last recession we hit us pretty good actually. You know, tattoo industry was really on top of things on the last recession, but this time I feel that we're gonna have the group of people that are either gonna be too scared to spend their money on tattoos or the people are just like, God damn, I miss getting tattooed. Let's get tattooed already. So it could go either way. I'm just nervous on it going the bad way yeah i i i'm not sure i i know that tattooing it's one of those things that people they do love and the fact that it was kind of like pulled from them they can't get tattoos might encourage them to like you know as soon as they can it's like when the dispensaries opened in illinois they're charging like 
three times, four times as much, but everybody was going to do it just because they could. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's here, too. They tax it a little bit, but I don't care. And as soon as this coronavirus started, the dispensaries went got pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie, like the delivery and stuff. But I was like, yeah, but really, can you complain? Like, they're they're pretty much at risk trying to do this stuff, so I get it. Yeah, you know, but for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, it's true. People do want, and we're a consumer country. You know, we're definitely yeah. consumerism eats us up here. So, yeah, I do think we'll be yeah, all right. Heavy with that. Yeah, I I think it's just uh, it's it's so stressful now. Like, I mean, we put. I feel like most tattooers who give a shit about their job, like you know, that you eat, sleep, breathe tattooing, and like to not be able to do it for one is a huge stress you know it weighs on your mental health pretty hard yeah and then on top of that you know a lot of us have kids and you know i've got like a little bit of money saved up but i don't have i don't know if i have enough or not yeah because we don't know how fucking long this is gonna be exactly so it's just it's scary it's that like unknown yep yeah that's the big if they would have been like you're coming to work you know back may 1st or something i'd be like all right i can do that but I can't do yeah. four months of no money. Right. You know, and no one's buying art right now, it seems like. So, um, I don't know. Of course, I don't sell much art, so I wouldn't really know. <laughs> but I'm on Redbubble and all that shit. I don't know. Maybe that'll help for a little extra income. Luckily, I have a savings, but it sucks to tap into that. Yeah, I'm just going to make an OnlyFans and sell booty hole pics. I Dude, think. seriously. Maybe do a green screen so you can be like booties in space and shit. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah, dude. Wow, which brings me to my next thing, dude, of is this porno, someone getting tattooed, or a horror scene from a movie? You have to guess this right now. Okay. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. I think you're gonna get this one. Three, two, one. Yeah. What? What is it? Uh, that's that kid getting Damn, tattooed. Damn. First it? try, dude. It is. It is. That it is. fucking. Oh, that kid. I would slap that kid. Yeah. <laughs> I would slap that kid. I would have. I would ask his mom to slap. Oh, where's his girl? Oh, that's holding his hand. Oh, yeah, his girlfriend's yeah, in there. Yeah, she's a big afro. She's just like, babe, babe, you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> right? Dude, she, you know she's probably going to beat his ass. When they I'm pretty sure table. she's going to leave him after this. That's embarrassing right there. Yeah. yeah. That's a disappointment. Yeah. I had I had a girl scream like that once at a convention. She was screaming some obscenity. Oof. Oh, yeah, dude. No one wanted to get tattooed by me anymore. Not at that convention. <laughs> I was like, bitch, you need to shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty pretty shitty, not gonna lie. Uh, but it is what it is. And I was doing her thigh. It wasn't that big of a, you know, big of a deal. Oh, that's that's the worst. When when anybody talks up like like, oh dude, yeah, it was it was fucking brutal. And it's like, where'd you get tattooed? Oh my forearm. <laughs> Seriously. Like, Seriously, really? dude. I thought you was about to say your ribs your neck. or your foot. <laughs> yeah, like the usual suspects. Oh, man. No, dude, trust me. I'm a bitch when it comes to getting tattooed. I don't like it, but I'll sit there. I hate getting yeah, tattooed. Yeah, it sucks. I feel because, like, you know, you got the cool spots done with already, so now we only have the shittiest spots you could ever imagine on your body left, and you're just like, well, this is going to suck. 
but right so there's just that yeah it's not fun anymore james mullen usually tattoos me because he's fast as shit and solid so can't beat that yeah for sure i i really want to collect a piece from james oh, dude, he's literally the fastest and i tattoo fast as shit until i met james i was like oh maybe i don't because you did a half sleeve in two and a half hours I'm like what the fuck <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah he's he's quick but he's been doing it since like 93 or something crazy Holy shit. Yeah, he's an old fart. I love him, but he's old. He can out drink me though. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would I would love to try and go drink for drink with him. I'm pretty small though. So yeah. I'd probably set myself up for failure, but shoot for the shoot for the moon. Yeah, know? yeah. I cannot drink, dude. I do drink. But like for example, I was just at dinner and I was like, babe, how many more Guinnesses do we have in the fridge? She's like, one. I was like, Oh, I'm going to drink that. She's like, you know you have a podcast and I, you will fall asleep before you do. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I shouldn't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's me on drinking. I can't, dude. I just, I'd rather smoke, I guess. Yeah, I lately I've been getting tired drinking. Tonight, though, just felt like, Tonight felt like a, you know, I might, I might have a couple dad pops tonight. Yeah, do it. Cut a little loose. Oh shit, kids in bed. I got, on. Oh yeah, and I got a. I went to this like local bar, um, in my town. They're doing like the curbside, and it's like my all my friends work at this bar, and they like hooked me up, like they knocked like a fat percentage off my meal, which was this whole. It was a whole chicken and then two big ass sides. And they threw in a free six pack, and I'm like, dude, I was meant to drink. Yeah, yeah. You guys just reminded me, and I I appreciate it. Yeah, I needed that little, you know, attaboy. Yeah, I had, I had a couple gummies before this conversation. I'm waiting for that shit to kick in. Oh hell yeah! yeah. We'll see how that goes. If I stop talking, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I ate edibles. I was at the, I think it was the Motor City show, oh, yeah. and I forgot that oh, I ate them. The and they were like, dude, only eat half, and I was like, oh, okay. So I ate the whole thing, <laughs> and I think I got impatient, too, and I think I ate another one. And next thing I know, I'm, like, standing at this dude's booth, and he's like, hey, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I just looked at him. Like, during the headlights, and I was just like, I'm sorry, and I just walked away. <laughs> and I wanted to go up to my hotel room, but it's like the high rise there. And that elevator trip fucked oh, me up. That sucks. That's the worst feeling. I wanted to curl, <laughs> curl up in a ball at the bottom of this elevator, and then all these, like, elite American business folk came in. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, that's the best. Oh. <laughs> conventions yeah i remember i before i really started heavily partaking in the marijuana i uh ate a cookie this is fuck probably at a show 2007 2008 ish roughly and uh yeah i ate a cookie fucked me up so bad i was like i need to go lay down in my car while i was setting up for that friday for the convention well, I went to lay in my car, and I didn't wake up until the next morning. So I didn't even do the whole first Friday, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. Holy yeah, shit. dude, I got so and I was still high when I woke up. I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> I'm such a little bitch. But 
Dude, them edibles will get Yeah, you, I don't though. like to do them, man. I always feel like I'm going to be the first person to die, like on marijuana or something. So You don't want to be that guy, though, yeah. either. Because nobody would – you you wouldn't get – like you'd get like a bill in your name. It's like the, the Beckvar yeah. bill that like – Makes it so they can't make strong edibles anymore, <laughs> and everyone would just hate you. That would be your legacy. It doesn't matter how great of a dad you were, how hard you worked as a tattooer. You're just the fucking back bar. Oh, that would be a bad, bad thing to be known by. Yeah, but hey, bad publicity still publicity, right? You ain't well, lying. I guess I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> y'all. You heard it here. <laughs> New bill coming out. You heard it first. <laughs> God, what I, what happened last night? We we ate hot dogs with uh with regular bread and hamburgers, so we're already there. So that sucks. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. I call it the quarantini weenie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was still pretty good. I have like I when this shit started going down, I got like a shit ton of pasta. Oh yeah, can't go wrong. Because yeah, it lasts forever. You can make like seven million different things out of it. And I made pasta like the past two nights, and my kid was not having it. No, I bet over it. She's like, "Oh yeah, dude." She's just like, "I don't want it." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> this is so reading for dinner, and Dad didn't plan for this." well enough so we have pasta like we have plenty of food but a lot of it's pasta. yeah so you're gonna have to really suck it up just pretend it's not that is chicken nuggets yeah i got her to eat uh, mac and one of the mac and cheese sides earlier when i tell her i was like i was like cheesy shells she was like oh, okay because as soon as i said mac and cheese she was like nope i was like what about these cheesy shells and she was like Oh, yeah, I'll eat some. <laughs> she, ate, she ate a ton of them. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> Got him. Uh, kids are, you know, they're they're jerks. Just oh, gets worse. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm... But they do something redeeming every time, every I feel Every time. Like. Every time. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I didn't, I didn't have to yell at you yeah. for throwing a speaker down the laundry <laughs> chute that bad. <laughs> oh, man. My son's at that puberty stage, so he just says some random shit that he's trying to discover, and you're like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. You're not saying that shit in public, are you? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. He's just imagining his poor ass in school. Jesus. Oh, busting out some awkward, like... <laughs> the awkward, like, a typical big Oh, for moment. sure, dude. I'm like thinking about letting them watch that but i'm like you're only 11 it should be like a sex ed class for kids but it's fucking vulgar and i love it it's probably one of my favorite cartoons ever it's amazing yeah it's gold it just brings you those flashbacks to when you were in middle school and you're like was i that shit so (laughs) dude it is so relevant like there's certain things that i'm like like me and my one of my old uh, roommates at work would be like watching it and like You'd see the one dude, like, perk up, and you're like, you too, huh? (laughs) For real, dude. For real. I always wondered if I was the only one to, like, when my sister had sleepovers with her friends, that, like, I would try to piss louder so it sounded like I had a bigger dick, you know? (laughs) 
And then someone wrote it online recently, and I was like, fucking thank God I'm not the only one that did that shit. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I'm all, like, fucking trying to make it echo and shit. I'm like, yeah, that's right, girl. It's big. It's big. It's not the, the one side of the toilet, so it really just yeah. has that. <laughs> trying to piss in the deepest spot. Uh, Seriously, I put a microphone. I have a fucking karaoke machine next to it just so it sounds louder. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that's that's how tattooers talk. That's a... Uh... I will say I went from like the Marine Corps straight to tattooing. Basically, I was tattooing while I was in, so I've never actually had to deal with a you know an HR department and any of that shit. So it's uh sometimes I'll say stuff in public, and my wife's like, "You can't say that shit." I'm like, "What says who?" Like this? I thought this was America. What the? F- Am I lost? Like, come on, you can say whatever the fuck you want here. That's what I thought this country was based off. Of. <laughs> right. But I'm wrong. Randy Marsh moment. I'm <laughs> sorry. I thought this yeah, was America. <laughs> seriously though. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. I have I've got my moments too where I'll just I'll say something and then I'll see the response and I'm like, oh my bad. I was just fucking yeah. around. I, 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 <laughs> man, that was a joke. That's some jokes. <laughs> that's a joke. Like I'm bad Santa. That's an yeah. adult joke. For adults. I'd say 90% of females have hated me when they met me at first. They get to know me after a while, but um yeah, usually girls don't like me just because of, I don't know, my my mouth. I don't know. I'm usually known as, like, a sexist and all that stuff. I'm like, nah, just, I treat you all the same. You're all, we make fun of each other. That's what we're supposed to do. Like, some people just can't handle it. Right? I See, I work with, like, I've worked, like, the past, like, four years, I've worked with a bunch of girls, lady tattooers, and they've always been pretty much, like, one of the dudes, like, they've always had, like, that dark sense of Yeah, humor. some of them do. I so, agree. Most of them. The ones I find myself hanging out with. <laughs> 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 then you get the entitled ones. Same thing with males. I can't put it all in a different category, you know. it's still get your entitled male tattoo artists. I know plenty of those. Oh, great. so great. Yeah. Another thing, like, you know, some of the arguments I talk about online with people, I'm like, guys, what are you talking about? We live in a great country, you know, like, there's plenty of money to be made. And they're like, that's because, sorry, we weren't born with a skill like you were. I'm like, bitch, that's insulting. You think I was just born like that? You don't think I worked my fucking ass off to get to exactly where I am right now? It was just kind of handed to me. Like, get out of here with that shit. Shit's so insulting. Right? You have no idea how bad I had to suck yeah, this yeah. before it got Seriously, better. Seriously, the amount of dicks that were in my hand before the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to get by, dude. But nah, dude. You just gotta I mean, do what you gotta do. It'd be, it'd be like you that know, sometimes. Friendships are a bitch. But yeah, dude, it's, it is. It's like... You know, I talk about corporations like that, too. I'm like, man, you gotta think. Like, these people working in the factories work 9 to 5. These business owners are working 24-7. Don't get me wrong, you need those factory workers. They're one of the most important parts of that business. But, you know, as a shop owner, I know I have to work constantly. Like, it sucks. Oh, yeah. Dude, I would not want to. I don't know if I'd ever really want to own a shop. It's It's so much stress. It used to be a retirement plan, you know, but you can't really retire on owning a shop unless you literally do not give a shit about the quality coming out of it. Like, 
It's yeah, because yeah, you can make money if you want, just hiring everyone, doing little bangers all day, not giving a shit how they come out. But I have three tattooers, including myself, and one of them's my apprentice. So me and another dude full time, and then my apprentice, and it's just like, dude, it's so hard finding people. Like, and plus I'm not a walk-in shop, so finding people mostly were entitled artists, so they need those walk-ins, or you know, they don't like to plug themselves on social media stuff like that. So it's hard to find employees. Yeah, I work at. Are you guys like a? Are you guys booth rent primarily? Uh, I give or? the option. Um, whatever works better for okay. them, you know. So either way, I just want people to be happy. I, you know, I don't depend on the money from them. I that's just extra. So I get excited when there is extra. Don't get me wrong, but other than that, I'm like, oh, you know, it's not course. really about the money. I, I, with all my tattooers, I do not have my even rent covered if I wasn't tattooing, you know? So, yeah. But I mean, that gives, that gives them that, you know, level of respect for you too. Yeah. I'd like like. to think so, but it's hard to keep people, man. Well, a lot of people just want to open their own shops eventually. Yeah. Private studios, which I, I don't get that shit. I don't know. I was never a private studio guy. I like, I work by appointment only, but I can't only work by myself. How the hell am I ever going to grow? How am I ever going to grow without that healthy competition around me? Yeah, I I agree. If like the shop that I work at now, there was definitely like a a transition from uh, the shop that I was at yeah. before, because um, everyone everyone at that shop is appointment only, and it it is more it, it's not like a private studio, but it is you know it has more of that private studio yeah. feel. So like you know, some days I'll be the only one there. Other days everyone's there, and then those days are a blast. Um, yeah, I love being around people. I just but, like talking a lot, dude. I talk my, my clients' ears off. Oh yeah, I do yeah, the I same love that thing. Shit, you know, that's what I love about this job is you get to meet literally from the. I don't want to say poor because that sounds mean, but you get them. You get the Friday the Thirteenth poor people, and uh, all the way yes. to the multimillionaires. <laughs> you know, especially California here, we get and you're close to the city. You get those people of. All walks oh, of yeah. life, like, and it's so, so rad to be able to just uh, talk with them, if it be politics, which I don't usually like to get too much into with my clients, because I could piss them off, and I don't want that, but uh, I don't know, I like I like it, you right. know, especially all races, and so I like to talk race issues with, you know, as a white male, I really don't have an opinion on it, you know, <laughs> if it was time travel, right. I'd be golden in any fucking era, you know, I'm a fucking white male, I would be gold. You know, so it's light. I like talking to people of all races and this different, you know, I don't want to say genders, but sexes. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like the chat of people and their opinions. And it's so weird that all of us are so fucking similar, no matter what our walks are in life. We all morally, for the most part, want the same things. And I, I love that. Yeah. I agree, man. The client, dude, the client part is definitely one of the best parts. And I'm, I'm super lucky, man. I've got great clients. And I mean, even through this whole thing, like, you know, I have people that are like, hey, I want to get tattooed. Like, you know, I'll, I'll send you some money to help you out now because they know I'm not yep. working. And there are people, you know, they're first responders, they're EMTs, they're, you know, working in grocery stores, stuff like that. So the fact that, you know, they're they're looking out for me, like, I'm super lucky. I've only been out here for like four okay. years. And to have that level of clientele already just yeah it's 
Don't get me wrong, clients are sometimes the worst part of our job. Oh, but absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's true. But They're I, there for you, man. They really want to help you. Like, it's awesome. Absolutely. And that's, I feel like that's, you know, part of it is just treating your client with that level of respect, you know, becoming, you know, you know, just building that rapport with them. You know, they feel like, they feel like, you know, we're their, one of their best friends because, and, you know, there's some people that, you know, you're like a therapist to them. You're the one person that exactly. will listen to them. Which really is, should we be doing like therapy while we're having this off time and just charging like 50 bucks an hour? <laughs> We probably could. We could probably yeah. do that. You know, a lot of people do. They think we're kind of a therapist, which I enjoy listening. It's when I've never met Karen and she comes out and tells me how she's tried to commit suicide and is pretty high on meth right now. I'm like, I just fucking met you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, damn, you it's escalated quickly, woman. You're, you're all about shit, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah, Shame dude. Karen. Crazy, you know. But yeah, it's uh it's a weird it's a weird job, man, but it's so rewarding because, yeah, you do get those clients. Same, I've had people like, you know, I've even considered doing, hey, buy a gift certificate for me right now, and I'll even, you know, give a certain percentage of that added on to the tattoo just to get me through these times if need be. But I'm going to wait until I'm down to the, my last wire to start doing that shit. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm probably going to post something about that here within the next week or so just to, Kind of get get a little bit of breathing room, yeah. I guess, and then and plus it, it it doesn't hurt to stay relevant, and things like that definitely do help. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely uh, a lot of people will go to artists, and I don't I don't agree or disagree, I guess, but a lot of people, even if they don't even they're not even great artists, they'll go to them because they are good people and they really enjoy their company and they're loyal to them due to that alone. So if you can support the art itself, you know, and your art solid, and then you're also a stand up person, which let's face it, pretty fucking rare in this industry. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it really is like, <laughs> dude, I'm not a love, big lover of the industry in general. I know people don't like that term industry, but uh, dude, it's doggy dog world. You know, I've learned that for this last, whatever, 15 fucking years. And it's, you know, luckily we do have the close group of people, that do stick together. And I feel it's the nerds, you know, the people, the comic cons were the best things to do because there wasn't a big ego. You're not fighting for trophies. You're not, I don't know. I just fucking, I enjoyed the comic con aspect of tattooing more than I did the convention tattoo convention side. Dude, those comic cons are so much fun. I only, I only did the one. Um, I'm on the, I'm on an infusion. Okay. With Mark. Draven. So, okay. Yeah. 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 I'd only done the one show with them, and it, the this show ended up. It was the first year they threw it, and so it ended up kind of being a bust. It was the Keystone okay. show in Philly, um, but it was still just a blast. And it was like, uh, who all was at that show? It was, I know it was me, Pony Lawson, Josh Herman, uh, Jeff Wortham. And all three of those dudes are oh, fucking yeah. blast. Oh, Josh Herman. He gets wild. Dude, I, yeah, yeah, Josh, I love yeah, Josh. Josh is he a cool is... dude. Jeff's fucking spacey. He's awesome. I shared a booth with Jeff. I was, like, right between Jeff and Josh. And Mark was not having a good time because 
he kept he kept yelling at me and Josh because like we we did kind of hit our wee pens during setup a couple times, maybe. But then he like yelled at us right away, and then Jeff just doesn't give a shit, so he just kept doing it the whole time. And every single time Mark would like catch a whiff of it, he'd be like, "Josh, Carl, knock it off." I'm like, "Ah, come on." He's the main reason why I don't do those shows. So. I don't need someone fucking babysitting me as a 35-year-old. And that's all that shit is with him. So, yep. I don't ex- I don't expect you to have comments on that because you're a part of that. But, yeah, it's that's my big thing, really. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to be babysat. I'm fucking yeah. old enough. Don't I tell me what that. to do. Oh, shit. I think I bumped something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Oh, shit. I think I'm double, double recording something. myself. Oh, what you bump? I think I'm double recording oh, myself. Oh, sick. You heard it here. We He's, did. We just broke we through the it. wall. We now did. A little we echo, it. but it makes you sound kind of sci-fi. I could be so a droid. that's also tight. I could yeah, be Yeah, you kind of sound like a too. droid right now, and it's pretty tight. You what? kind of broke the fourth wall. That's sick. I'm gonna we see broke really the fourth did. wall. We really did. I hope I don't mess this up. I'm going to see if... Hold up. I hope I don't mess this up. I'm still recording. Okay. Yeah. Are you still in there? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I must have... I don't I don't know. I bumped the button. <laughs> button bumper, dude. It's this one beer I got in me. It's getting me a little <laughs> bit... Uh, a little bit loose. <laughs> what are you drawing um, on? Well... I'm drawing a uh, Darth Vader helmet with a piece of toilet paper and stuff in it and stuff, like a roll of toilet paper. I figure it's fitting oh, for our yeah. conversation. Mine is super... I just started sketching, and then whatever shapes I could, like, grab, I kind of took. But it's, a like, a smug-looking, like, awesome. golem. Dope. I, I love Lord oh, of the Rings. One of the greatest. I'm a Lord of the Rings over Harry Potter guy. So good. Sure. But they're different. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like I them definitely both, though. like them both. And I actually really wasn't introduced to Harry Potter until probably the last like five years. And I started watching them. I was like, uh, this shit's actually pretty good. I've never read them because, well, I can't read, but I don't want to talk about it. That's a whole other conversation. No, I'm just kidding. I'm from Ohio. Yeah, dude, I'm right dude there Ohio. Buddy. Okay, have you heard, ever seen the movie uh, Gummo? Oh yeah, yeah dude! Genius. I love that movie. I've seen it too many times. It's disgusting, dude. It is, dude. When he drops that fucking chocolate oh, in the bar, tub, into <laughs> that nasty bot. Oh, dude! It's oh, so man. Gross. I literally was like, I need to shower instantly. And I always want to show my friends the movie because uh, Harmy Corinne did one called Julian Donkey Boy too. Same thing. Same fucking avant-garde film. Nothing happens. Yeah, just a bunch okay. of bullshit happening. But yeah, dude, Gummo is the grossest fucking movie ever, dude. It is oh, amazing, amazing though. I love, dude. Harmony. Korean yeah, yeah. His amazing. newer stuff isn't half as weird. I will say that, but uh, his like early two thousands and stuff in nineties was fucking gross, dude. Yeah. I lo- oh, kids dude, is disgusting. Kids? Yeah. Kids was such a like, and it was from what I understand of that. That was actually. And I could be wrong, but I think it was supposed to be like an after-school special or something. Yeah, and they went like way that. too vulgar with it. Yeah, because I don't think they did their research on who. Yeah, Harmony it's him Corinne and Larry was. Clark. Like Larry Clark's known for like 
making underage nudity in movies. <laughs> like that's his thing, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, they're both fucking weird. Yeah, twisted, man. Bully, that was another weird one. Bully was Yeah, that, that was like weird. actual had plot to it, you know. So he started to put plot in his movies, which was cool. Because the his other films have no plot. Well, Xenia is technically about the aftermath of a tornado, right? The whole gummo thing. Yeah, which Yeah. Was just yes. a bunch of white trash people. I'm pretty sure two deaf mute people were yelling at each other at a bowling alley. That was tight. The wrestling oh, the chair yeah. part, gold. <laughs> dude, that yep. movie's gold. Just that one scene. That one scene where that dude is like feeling that chick <laughs> oh, no. and he's like, The Down Syndrome chick? In your titty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, dude, movie is so terrible. Oh, it's so good. I always feel the need to. Like, if somebody brings up Harmony Corinne, I'm always like, have you seen Gummo? <laughs> like, what's that? And then I'm like, watch it. Go ahead. And then I'll get a text later. Yeah. Like, dude, you're fucked. Dude, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, so many scenes from that. I'm like, I guess they got the cast, and it took them, like, 30 minutes to cast it. Like, the main characters were, like, on Mori Povich, like, survivors of Huffing Glue. And that's how they casted them. Like, all right, we'll get you guys. Yeah, oh, my God. I mean, you had, like, Chloe Savini, whatever. She's she's a big actress for the most part. And that's really it. Yes. I think the the dude who was rubbing his nipples to the Down Syndrome sister or cousin, whatever the hell that was, uh, he was on, like, House on a Haunting Hill or some bullshit back in the day. That's really it. But, yeah, it's fucking amazing dude so yeah if you guys are listening i kind of forgot we're even podcasting right now yeah listen watch gummo (laughs) g-u-m-m-o do yourself a favor (laughs) yeah you Uh, won't regret it at all i i try introducing people to swiss army man and they regret it i'm like what's my favorite movie i think of all time what the fuck like that movie is so great it's also super weird it's weird weird, but but it's like beautiful like that is definitely a very like artsy. Yeah. It's very like the artsy artsiest movie. way you could put dick and fart jokes. Yeah, it's yes. in the soundtrack 100%. Paul Dano does the score and all the scores done with human sounds also. So it's fucking amazingly done. Like Yeah. Yeah, dude. And Daniel Radcliffe is Gold. again. Yeah, dude. Amazing. There's really not too much he's in that I'm like, nah. Like but yeah, I like uh Horns was decent, I guess. That one wasn't amazing, but Horns was, yeah, was very weird. weird. Victor Frankenstein was good though. Dude, I did not should. see James McAvoy and him kill it, dude. I love. I also yeah, love James McAvoy. Freaking kills it. Pretty much this podcast is about movies, which is actually one of the biggest parts of tattooing, in my opinion. So. Absolutely. I mean, if it weren't for pop culture, yeah, it's so weird. One of my older apprentices he used to just draw Batman, all this stuff, and like, fool, you need to draw shit that people are gonna get tattooed. You're never gonna make a living off of this. And then I started doing Comic Cons like a year later. I was like, fool, just kidding. Don't ever listen to me again. (laughs) 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 Gunny one, gunny one, Batman. Seriously, like, oh shit, dude. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I couldn't imagine if I was still doing Cherry Creek and. Just tradition. What, oh yeah, what style did you first start with tattooing? Um, so I, I originally wanted to do like bioorganics. Okay, nice. Like I, I wanted to so bad. Um, the 
Plumley brothers. I don't know if you're familiar with no. Tim and Dan Plumley. Um, they're they're from actually out where I live now in Illinois, but they were coming out to where I was working in Ohio and guest spotting regularly, and they were like real tight with Carson oh. Hill and like Guy and all those dudes. And they were, like, on a real heavy bio kick at that point in time. So I was just like, oh, hell yeah, this is what I want to do. But you have to be good at drawing that to do it. And I was fucking terrible. And so I always, like, kind of had a knack yeah. for cartoons. And everyone always told me, like, dude, why don't like, you always draw, like, new school shit anyways? Why don't you just do new school? And I was like, nah, I'm a bio guy. When I wasn't at all because I was a dumb, young tattooer. But Bio, man. I think That's... I realized <laughs> I just knew I needed to pay my bills and cartoons. Yeah, they are fun. fun. I, I always classified Biomech as just updated tribal. It's like 3D tribal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is 100% yeah, what it is. I, I, you know, I work with people that love it, specialize in it, and I just, uh, I think aesthetically it can look good, but it is. A hard thing to really pull off to make it look that good. That's why there's only a select a few still doing it. Oh yeah, and those dudes yeah. are all oh yeah dogs for at sure it for too. sure. And same thing, you know. For me, I surprisingly because you you don't see me tattooing it much. My favorite style is new school, and yeah, I just can't draw. Yeah, it, like it, like I can, but it fucking I don't have the time. Like it takes me forever to draw it. Like I just. It's not natural to me. I I usually do realism. I would feel is probably what I'm known for, but I draw more neo-ish and more, you know, and you know, illustrative. You don't really draw realism because I think there's no yeah. purpose. I'll tattoo it all day, but why am I going to draw something I could just print out? You know, I don't know. So with new school, right. yeah, it's always been literally. I just love love looking at it, dude. And yeah, it's just fucking fun. It's it's one of the only original art forms in tattooing anymore you know tattooing tra traditional yeah there's a few that do it original neo is definitely one of the ones that's still kind of original but new school if you copy it it's blatantly copied you know like it's one of the last oh, yeah. styles of tattooing that actually is a huge art form and i f i fucking love it dude it's mesmerizing to me how people draw that shit i don't know it definitely it i remember seeing who was it? Well, oh, yeah, Timmy B, obviously. my favorite artist. Like, every... Yeah. But um, a dude I used to work with, Ryan Utini, I remember seeing his work and just his wild style in New School always, like, yeah. stuck out to me. And that was another big, big motivator for me, um, which is actually one of the reasons why I ended up out here in the first place is because I wanted to work alongside Ryan. And... That definitely, like, I loved New School at that point, but, like, watching him work really, like, made me appreciate it on a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah, it's uh, inspirational. That's how James Mullen was for me. Just like, what the fuck? You just do that drawing in 20 seconds? How did you just do that? Like, <laughs> and it's dope? What? <laughs> right? Fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's made me question my career, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, well, Ryan markers everything on, too. And it's, like, it'll be this, like, just big blob of, like, you know, everything. And, like, you can, like, as a tattooer, like, you can kind of see. But the clients probably have no idea what's going on. And then, like, 
by the end of the session, they're like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> no idea. Like, you're like, so do you like it? And they're like, oh, I think. <laughs> and then by the end of it, they're just like, ah, oh, yeah, you're cool. Oh, man. Yeah, that's marker shit's not for me. I always feel like I'm cheating my client if I don't draw it. So I'm just like, no, nah, fuck that. I am a last minute animal when it comes to that shit. Like, I'm always, I, I feel like I work better. Okay. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm like, you know, if I'll draw it out, but I don't have any of my color reference out or any of that shit, I, I don't mind doing that. That's fun to actually not second guess the fuck out of yourself a bunch, but it also hurts me just as much sometimes. Yes, and I'm like, fuck, sure. why did I do that? I'm like, why did I go with that tone? But yeah, I, I'm a very, very, very prepared tattooer all the time. Like, I have to be. I don't do walk-ins anymore because I have anxiety attacks, it seems like. like <laughs> unless it's easy, something I could just pull together. But, you know, when people are like, yeah, yeah, you take walk-ins? Yeah, yeah, what are you looking to get? Yo, dude, from my elbow to, like, my wrist, I'm looking at you. Nah, fool, never mind. <laughs> no, 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 you book appointments. But, yeah, I, I definitely uh, – you know Rick Megason? Yeah, so Rick – Rick yes. can definitely work on a whim because he's a he's a convention goer. He do travels everywhere doing that shit. Um, and yeah, he's one yeah, of those. Sure. I can I look up to like, bro. Like yeah, you know, you just busted that out, put it on him. Just fucking, he's a hustler, man. I do hustles at conventions. Yeah, for sure. Yes, he does. He is working constantly. Yeah, constantly. Uh, it's him. James Mullen will work beginning to end, but yeah, James will usually be booked out. And if he has room, he will fill that spot. But yeah, Rick will just sometimes not even book himself out most of the time, I feel. And then just be like, boom, dude, hire a girl to work his booth and just fucking he'll pump him out all goddamn weekend. I'm like, God, dude, that's dope. I'm like, I'm right. Orchard, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> just bring it already drawn. I'll do that shit. Yeah, tight. Like, that's definitely me at a convention. I'd rather do realism. I'm like, yeah, it's so much easier. Not easier, I don't think, to pull off as a tattoo, but just the preparation time is so fucking easy, dude. Like, okay, this is what you're getting right here. You want to see your drawing? Here it is. Like, it's what you said. <laughs> dude, realism baffles me. I, I I don't know if my brain just doesn't work that way, but it just... I can't wrap my head around it. I've I've done like a handful of like not necessarily like realism tattoos, but like more realistic, you know, doing it without like without an outline and you know, trying to keep that more photo yeah. look to it. Not No. I think it's because you're you do original art. Me. Like uh I I feel for like traditional for me, I'm like I can't stick with just traditional because I'll be like, well, I could add this here. I can add this here, and then boom, that's not traditional anymore. Maybe for you, you you do original art, so you're like, I want to add this because I think it would make it look cooler, but it's not what's in the photo. Is that maybe? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, that, it is a hard yes. thing. Like, even drawing, say, traditional traditional is, like, dumbing it down that much is – that's a fucking skill, dude. Like, people do – And those they do pull it off yeah, so especially like, clean, too. Uh, parlor prince that girl she doesn't tattoo or anything but her like pop culture shit she draws traditionally like the portraits yeah it looks exactly like them i can't do that shit i'm like no you're just gonna get a portrait that'll make it look like them like i can't add lines in that even right. my realism though i i do put lines in because i am a big believer that line work will i think because of my tattoos personally there are people that can pull it off without lines so definitely out there it's just me personally i know how my shit heals i know i've learned over time what i can and can't do 
So I just throw lines in where I feel is necessary just to hold it in there. And I don't know. I want a tattoo to last for fucking ever. In most realism, it doesn't. I don't care if you're the well, some of the best realism artists I've seen out there. I've seen some of their shit healed. And I'm like, nope, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, for real. I, I, I like the idea of adding adding little things for longevity. I I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. It's great. But I'm also not a realism tattooer, so yeah. My opinion yeah, is I mean, void. you're a tattooer. You know what a good tattoo looks like. You know, you know. So, technically, you could jump <laughs> that. You know, but uh, but yeah, no, dude. I think you pump out some dope work, and it works for you. So that's fucking awesome. I kind of try to do all styles just to make money, but it doesn't always work out. You know, just certain things I just don't give a shit about. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel I'm the same way. I can't. I can't yeah. do traditional. I really than the traditional. I just yeah. cannot do it. I've tried, and it always just doesn't like. I don't know if it. I don't know. I don't know if it's my color choices. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every time I try traditional, mm. I always shit the yeah, bed. Yeah, no, it's it's hard. It's the the dumbing down of it. If it's a flash piece that's already colored for me, since I do realism, I could just duplicate that. Like all right, well, I'll just do what's here on the paper. But if it's like I have to draw a traditional piece, figure out the shades, figure out the skin breaks, where to put – no, dude, no. Don't don't come at me with that. I want to fully saturate that bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah skin breaks. Skin breaks. Like, use whip shade red. That's called pink, man. Like, that shit doesn't – bold will hold. Don't whip shade yeah. color. What the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, dude. You ain't I don't like that whip shade color shit. You better bolden it the fuck out and then whip shade it out, and that shit will last. But after healed, after Hell healed yeah. versus fresh page, I'm like, who the fuck's lining with a nine liner anymore? That shit doesn't work. Look at this shit. It looks like a 14 now. <laughs> but, I mean, you do new right? school, so you do thick ass lines. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'd be lying if I said I'd never use an 11 <laughs> yeah, round shit. Josh Herman, too. He likes, he likes to run. <laughs> uh, I'll just use a seven and then yeah, that's where I picked it up from. building off of my seven. I usually don't. Sometimes I'll do a nine or 10 liner, but that's unbelievably rare i don't know i just i don't know lately i've been using like a nine and then like a yeah, tight five. fives and tight fives are fun like i was always so scared of them because you can see all the little little discrepancies in there but now it's more like a game like trying to get it as clean as i possibly can i actually first five years of tattooing use threes only and then round shaders. Eight round shader was the biggest I had. Then I moved to a 13 round shader. Yeah. Jesus. So someone introduced me to mags once. And I was using powder pigment at that time. So you couldn't even fucking use mags with powder pigment. The shit would not go in. So, like, I started using Starbright after a while. And then, like, this was years ago before I switched to other companies. But now I'm back with Starbright, which is weird. But, um, anywho, yeah, I started using Starbright. <laughs> someone gave me, like, a mag. And this is before Curve Mags. And I was like... Where the fuck has this been the whole time? Well, I've been cheating myself for five years, like crazy. Like, and then I started using curve mags and those came out and then rotaries and just the advanced technology over these last 15 years is insane, dude. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, for real, man. I remember when I, when I started, I've been tattooing about nine years now and the Numa hybrids yeah. had just come out. And I remember thinking those things were so awesome. And 
just the idea of like the the battery pack the compressor or and battery shit. pack the uh the compressor and how the hybrids had like the magnetic like it was run by a magnet basically like in the backpack that synced up with like what the air compressor mm-hmm. would normally spin but those things were so tattooed. I tore someone open with a fucking uh, Numa. Tore somebody. Well, you know, oh, cause you no. get all that pressure that comes from I, Pooch. Actually, at that time, when those were big, which was about what do you think, like eight years ago, nine years ago, is about when the you know the pneumatic yeah. machines and Pooch was using one, and then I was like, all right, I'll try one, you know. And yeah, dude, for one, you can't travel with the compressors because they have to be a certain temperature, all that shit. And dude, it was such a nightmare. Like, I was like, man, this sucks. I spent a lot of money on something I don't even like. But yeah, but then I went to right. what, the Hyper Stigmas, all those, you know, when those were big. And yeah, I don't touch coil now. I kind of want to get one for lining, but because they do look, I think it's dumb to say they don't line better. I mean, coils are better for lining. They are. Dude, yeah. I've honestly been putting a lot of thought into getting a coil liner or even like getting like a dang yeah, Cuban, Cuban like I, that. I, same thing. Don't love them. Rather just get a coil at that point. Like they're just so complicated. Yeah. You have to do a figure eight with I, a rubber band around here and then twist it three more times. Like what the fuck? It's a tattoo machine. Plug and play, dude. Like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, dude. I've been on, I mean, I've been using rotaries pretty exclusively for about six years what are you now, running now? seven years now so um i was using a zion for probably like a year and a half and then that thing just shit out on me so i just picked up it's a mast tour it's a tiny little it's like an 80 dollars oh, off so. amazon but dude yeah this thing fucking rules i love it it's it's pretty small um they've got like a a special battery pack designed for it you can use whatever but they do have one specifically designed for it to kind of extend the length of the machine and make it a little bit easier to adjust the grip uh because it is so small but um i'm using one of those right now and i fucking love that thing i did try um i tried out an axis valhalla um yeah, I didn't get I didn't get a chance to really like mess with it. I feel like the tattoo that I was working on, I only had like a small section of color to finish out, so I didn't really get to like point A to point B with that machine. So I would like to try it again. But one of my coworkers has got like eight of them because he's gotten them from. I think he's sponsored by him, and he oh, keeps shit. winning them at conventions. So yeah, I'm about to be like up. Adam. Yeah. Tell me one Damn, of these, I, but... I'm definitely getting the the X one because I'm I've been injecta for probably six seven years straight, and dude, dude that thing computer. looks so like, cool. Does that thing have a motherboard in it? Like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> I think it, it does, dude. I yeah. think it does. Like, what? <laughs> like everything's button operated, and I'm not a battery guy, which I think I'll get into because I'm gonna have to with that machine. It is over a thousand bucks. I did try their Eclipse machine. Don't like it. Um, nah, dude. I had the no. V2. They're one of their first ones. And then uh, then I have the Nano. With, and dude, I've just never had an injector break on me. And the Nano I've been running since the day they came out. So four years now almost. Never had a problem with it. The one before that, never had a problem with it. So I'll always stick with Injecta, I think. Every other machine I've ever owned, Cheyenne's shit. Like, 
nah, I won't do anything from FK Irons because I just don't believe in the company. Um, yeah, that's really it. I just, yeah, I love Injecta, man. There. I feel you, man. I wish, honestly, I wish Neo yeah. Tad would come out of the pen. I don't like Neo Tad either, man. Is... I, they broke on me. Yeah, I liked him for Black yeah, and Gray. You know, but yeah, I just, yeah, wasn't a fan. I don't know. They just remind me too much of a bishop. It wasn't much different than that. I feel you. I never used a bishop before, um, but that was the only reason I'd never used a bishop okay. is because I had Neo Tad, and it was basically the same thing. Um, but my Vivachi, man, I beat the hell out of that thing, and that thing is still that's dope. plugging along to this thing. That's dope. Yeah, that's good when some people have luck. Same thing, that you thing know, is... criticals and icons. I hate icons because I broke three of them. Some people have had theirs for six years, never broke them. I'm like, okay. You know, I've gone through. I don't get me wrong. I I do love critical power supplies, but I I burned through like two. Yeah, that's what I little, got the little, the little square guys. one, the G two whatever. Yeah, yeah. See, I've had yes. it forever. But that thing is, it. It's so nice to travel with that thing, though. It's, it's lightweight. It's, it's great. I did love that thing. But I kept breaking them. I just had my last one go out. Luckily, on me. they're only like 150 bucks. Like, yeah, for sure. And Criticals, uh, their customer yeah. support is really good too. They're like, they don't take care of you. So Definitely, yeah. Tatsol owns King. Are they really? They own Critical. Yeah, they own pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, they it's more they like the companies business. were just like, hey, these people have money. Hey, do you want to buy Critical? He's like, well, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Like, same thing with Kingpin. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. No, no, Can't yeah, really no. It's, them. it's pretty <laughs> crazy uh, how they started and where they are now. They pretty much own the tattoo industry for the most part. And uh, their cartridges are the best out there, the Envy ones. Like, they're just unbelievably awesome. So, other than that, I mean, I guess you can do Black Claw if you want to wait for fucking 10 years. But they are dope. Yeah, those and those. Yeah, are tassels are too. They are like, rad. Twenty five, thirty used... bucks for ten. Yeah, but yeah, I feel I'm cheating my client if I don't get them. You know, because it's hard to find a good cartridge. T Tech was everything for me when they first when they were around, but they kind of disappeared. Yeah, man. Well, they were having a bunch yeah, of shipping. issues, I think. With yeah, uh... that was Trump right yep. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <probably>. whatever <laughs> yeah that son of a bitch fucker <laughs> he's always he's always throwing up some bullshit i know somewhere. dude i've lived whatever. my life being basically a bully so i'm like yeah i get it <laughs> dude's from new york i mean what do you expect? <laughs> uh, crazy dude crazy country right now i'm not gonna lie but hey still one of the greatest countries in the world it's dude back-to-back it's world home, war man. champion like, what 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 it's we out here. <clears throat> it's yeah, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like everybody, like everybody, bitches yeah. about where they're from, until they're like outside of that. Like, there's so many people. Like, I feel like from around Chicago that are like, dude, fuck Chicago, fuck winners. And as soon as they go out to the West Coast, they're like, oh, bro, I'm from fucking Chicago. And it's like, not homeboy, from Naperville. <laughs> but I mean, it's 45 minutes down. It's the like road. I'm from Maine. I'm like, you know where from. Boston is? It's like an hour from there be like oh okay i know that is <laughs> like yeah dude no i i i'm from you know the east coast and 
I will say I will take the West Coast all day. It's busier. It's hot as fuck. The traffic sucks, but goddamn, I don't have to deal with snow, dude. And it's golf all year. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so inconvenient. It's and it makes people miserable fucks. So I, I, I just can't deal with it. Oh yeah, dude. Seasonal depression. It really is. It really is. It hit me. It got yeah, me by the and then balls, what do they do? They dude. give you a virus to add on to it. Yeah, dude, literally, like, taxis started picking up, and I was like, you know what? We're Gucci. We out here. And then as soon as everything got good, they were like, oh, yeah. you can't work for a while, though, bro. You have to stay yeah, at By home. the way, we're shutting Wait, down really? the nation now. Come on, Wait, man. you're fucking with me, right? Like, <laughs> oh, man, I just want to get back to work. I just feel like it's going to be at least 10 weeks, especially out here. It's, oh yeah, and you know Illinois is not. Oh no, they're in not. a much better spot. Um, and I mean we're a heavy, we're a heavily populated area. Like the entire Chicagoland area is populated as fuck. Like the third biggest city yeah, in the United huge. States or something like that. And it's so it's yeah, it's probably gonna be a while, but. I mean, we kind of have to suck it up and do yeah, our part for a little bit. That's why it's so frustrating. Let me give it a month, dude. Yeah. If the stats aren't as half as high as they say they they said they were going to be in a month, I'm going back to work. Like if yeah, if people are like hell yeah, because you know they expect millions, you know, by a couple months or whatever, by a month from now. So if that's not even close to the stats they're expecting, dude, I'm definitely going back to work. I'm not going to deal with this shit. Well, I'll do my part for a month. Yeah, man, I can't. Yeah, I. It, it's just such a weird like. I don't. I don't even know how to like. Yeah, fully it's kind of just starting. It. Like this is the first. Like first time in. Like a hundred years, yeah. over a hundred years that something yeah. to this level and has happened. I don't think they're being honest of what the fuck it really is either. So, like. Dude, I don't think they, they don't. That's why they're understand. so scared. They're like, we don't know what the fuck this is, so we're just taking precautionary measures. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm with you. Right. <laughs> That's and that is exactly yeah. why they don't want to say shit is because they yeah, don't know I'm, what it is. Or... It's a little scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's like it sucks. My my kids don't. They understand, you know, my nine and eleven year old and stuff, but they don't at the same time. I'm not like trying to scare the fuck out of them either. Even though I am like my son was sick for two weeks, dude. When this all happened, he had the fevers. He had it all. He probably had coronavirus, to be honest, because um, he had literally every symptom. He's still coughing two weeks later, dude. I treated him like a pariah. I felt like such a shitty father. <laughs> I was like, getting your fucking room. <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, no. I don't talk to him like that. But I mean, I'm like, dude, yeah. It was, we were pretty adamant about quarantining him for about two weeks, and now you know he's felt great for a week, but he still has that cough. So I'm like, god damn, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. My my kid isn't. She doesn't have like she's she's got a cough. Like she, but she's in daycare, so that's you know. I was like, oh shit, you know what if you know what if she could have caught it, but it, her symptoms don't yeah. add up to all the rest of them. But she's still coughing. And we were out in the store the other day, and she like I saw her going to cough. I knew she wasn't gonna cover her mouth, so I like almost <laughs> tackled this two year old. <laughs> just to like put my arm over her mouth, not to induce panic, 
and a fucking Trader Joe's. No, she's choking on a, a car, guys. Don't worry about it. It's the Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it's small parts. You get wedged uh, down dude, in I think throat. my favorite I got meme it, so far during this is, I used to cough to hide a fart, and now I fart to hide a cough. <laughs> it's so, so true, dude. So true. <laughs> I was... I was hitting like my uh my like dab pen and I was like waiting in like the mm-hmm. the drive through at McDonald's and that <laughs> oh, cough hit me. Worse. Right as I'm pulling up to the drive through window and I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. So I'm like holding it in like you're holding in a fart on a first date. I'm just like, dude, don't like don't ask me how my day's going. Don't give me any question that I have to open my mouth. Because I will induce panic <laughs> completely accidentally. Oh, man. It's so crazy, dude. What the fuck? I just want to draw pictures on people. I know, dude. It's. I will say, though, it has been nice to kind of... Yeah, of you know, what just we want to do. on art. Like, yeah, it's been nice. Yep. Yeah. For no other purpose... Than just to draw. Be lazy. And... This is the fucked up thing. The the nation's telling you that for once, the first time ever, government's like, guys, all I want you to do is be lazy, watch TV all day, and pig out. Like, and you can't even do that right, America? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm so confused. You want me to just lay down in my bed all day? Yeah, fuck, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that for a month. Like. Oh, exactly. All these people who are like flaking on plants constantly to sit at home. And watch Netflix anyways. Now they're like, well, it's spring break. I want to go out. Are you shitting me? You were bitching about going yeah, out. Seriously, where were you ago. the other 11 months? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. God, I feel like golf is the safest right? place to be right now. But I'm still like, nope, doing my part, dude. Not leaving. Unless I need to go to the store. And I have to go keep checking on my shop and all that shit. But I have that place up and heavy security yeah. guarded right now. So. Yeah. Dude, I saw James' shop, guys. It, it is Hemet. I will say, this is probably like the tenth time a window's been broken in. Luckily, he put those bars in, so no one can really get in anymore. So it's just now he has to replace a fucking window again. So it sucks, dude. Yeah, that's like like leaving your car unlocked and just taking everything out of it. Obviously, a tattoo yeah. shop doesn't have that luxury, but in those neighborhoods where you're like, wow, yep. I'm just going to take everything out. And I love that all of us get insurance and stuff for our shops, and none of them are covering anything on this pandemic. It's like, what the fuck are we paying insurance for? Oh, dude? yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude, my homegirl who owns the spot that I'm working at, she just you know dumped a ton of money in to remodel this place, she just, like, had fully taken it over and everything, put all this money in to remodel, make it hers, and then, I mean, we're, like, almost done with remodeling, talking about doing, like, the mm-hmm. grand reopening party and everything, and then, boom, this yeah, happens. That I feel yeah, so that's such a big investment. It. I mean, it'll it'll get better, but, I mean, that's still, that's, get so excited after putting all that money in, and it sucks because she put all that money in that she could be using right now to be out of work, you know, and. Yeah, right. that's really that sucks, man. I feel bad. That's that's terrible. As any business, you know. It, yeah. Oh yeah, and it, it's heartbreaking because I know like 
how much, like, I know how much she cares and how, like, you know, this was finally starting to, like, come together. All the stress of the renovations are done. And then, boom, Corona. God damn. Well, coronavirus is sexist, we just discovered. And uh, (laughs) I don't think it discriminates. Well, it kind of does discriminate against, you know, old people. (laughs) And immune compromise. Yeah. Yeah, it's super is not yeah, down. Yeah, ageism, ageism. It's like a motherfucker. And it's kind of like a xenophobe, too, if you think about it. Yeah. We don't really know where it came yeah. from. Oh, this whole Chinese virus, people are freaking out about it. I'm like, are you fucking... What? It came from China. What are you... Like, I'm so confused. So I've been calling it the Kung Flu and the Sweet and Sour Sicken. <laughs> Kung Flu <laughs> Hustle, dude. Hashtag. Ay, Dios mío. It is the most inconvenient thing yeah, to I happen think, to Yeah, I me think everyone is year. on the same page on that now. It's going to bring people together like 9-11, yeah. even though people are still trying to blame it on Trump, blame it on the Democrats, blame it on everyone that they can. But I'm like, guys, doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's here. Do your part to fucking stop it. Like. Exactly. Everyone wants to bring in like, like, oh, these people did this, these people did that. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking virus. It naturally formed. There's nothing yep. we could have done about it. Like, you can blame whoever you want. Yep, Just stay exactly. in your fucking house and blame them. Yeah. I feel Fuck like the old mouth. people Wash are the worst, hands. dude. They just, like, don't give a shit. I'm like, you guys are the ones dying, but you're going out constantly because you think you're above this? Like, Guys, stay home right now. Right. Like, please. Ugh. I lived through World War Two. Like, well, you're not going to live through a fucking quote unquote <laughs> just a flu. So, why seriously, don't you... I went through the Iraq War and I'm huddled in my bed right now. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I'm going to wear a full mop suit in this interview. <laughs> Dude, I have a, I've got a mask on. Made out of the 67 <laughs> rolls of paper towel that I bought. And toilet paper. I'm just kidding. I scored a four-pack at the gas station solid. the other day. Because I realized I was Damn, down to dude, two That's rolls. what I'm wondering. All these tattoo shops still tattooing. Where are they finding paper towels? Like, like that shit's hard. That's I have no idea. part of the reason why I had to close to begin with. Uh, this is... When I, I started quarantining last Monday. I don't know. I'm almost two weeks in. And, uh, yeah, we were almost at our last roll of paper towels before then, trying to have clients bring some in. But, yeah, it was getting down to the wire. So, it is what it is. I found one of those Ooh. big rolls. And, uh, like, or the big packs, the big rolls. And I was so stoked, and I got to work, and everyone was like, how'd you get those, bro? And I was like, because I know where to look, trying to play it off all swap. They weren't select the uh, size. They were damn. the full sheet. I was damn. like, damn, dude, there had That's to be, right. it had it to be, be worse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I That's cut them in half. What you got to do. I like those select the size. Do you use green soap? Dude, they're so nice. I don't need select. Okay. No, okay. I use Dr. Nice, Ron. Nice. I just use Dial Gold and water. Eh. It's... I did that. I did that for a while. Um, it is. It does like burn. Do you ever have clients fucking I, I, it burns? 
Yeah, I got my uh, I got my ratios down now. But when I first switched over to it, I was like, yeah, dude, this peppermint <laughs> soap feels great. <laughs> just, dude, oh, there was way too much in there. And this dude was straight. Yeah, that shit's pretty brutal. Problem. That's how green soap is. I'm like, no, that shit hurts, man. But yeah, I, yeah, it's because it, but it is so, you know, Dial Gold's not that soapy, so that kind of sucks, but man, it's just, I don't have to worry about people, I already heard them enough, I'm like, I ain't trying to burn you while every wipe. <laughs> right. I, I'm bad I think we at all dry do. wipe. Because we're zoned in, dude, I don't think we realize we're drawing on people sometimes. You're like, zoned in, dude. Yeah. We're, yeah, or you just really don't want to wipe that little stencil, or you don't want to fucking smudge it with a wet wipe with all the getting. I don't know. There's multiple reasons, people. Tell me I live my life. Yeah. I do yeah. it for the end product. I do it for you. Yeah. I, I do it for you. Yeah. Like Wu-Tang. It's for the children. Uh, the Wu-Hand virus, man. Damn. God, dude, we need to get back to work. Hey, you know, this drove me to do more podcasts, though, so... Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad Thanks, you brought man. it back, man. I actually I started doing it. They're black. I figured, like, yeah, well, I'm probably just gonna talk to myself for a while, and this is just gonna be that. And it surprisingly had a good following, so I just kind of kept doing. Especially Randy Randerson, his episode was a big hit. Obviously, that's a good one. Yeah, that was yeah, a great Mark. one. Yeah, Marky, Mark's a good buddy of mine. I love Marky. That dude. Well, and that's how I met you. Initially, we were. Is I think yeah. we were both working yeah. Yeah. at Broken Crow. Dude. It's such a great shop. City right there. Like perfect. It's so nice too. And the yeah. dudes that work there are oh, yeah. fucking great. Like they got rid of all the of weakest those dudes are amazing. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I noticed. But that. you know, that's that's on them. That's <laughs> not my business. But uh yeah, everyone there is chill, dude. They're, yeah, they're really good people. Mark, I was just out there recently, and Mark was gone up until the last day. Even though I started tattooing, I'm like 30 minutes into the tattoo, he's like, "Oh, I'm working today, dude. I need my station." I was like, "You motherfucker!" But that's all right. <laughs> no. uh, got jokes, Mark. Got jokes. You Fucking two dick sons of bitch. Marky. But yeah, yeah he's, he's good people. I've known him for for a while. Actually, we. Probably started tattooing roughly around the same time. So, yeah, he's Mainer, just like me. But, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, dude. Portland, Maine is – I love Portland, Maine. I'm, I'm meaning to go back soon. I want to talk to Marcia yeah, about it's that. a good place to visit. I would never live there. Yeah, I went – I think it was August. I was – yeah, it, it was, but I don't know. It was it it was nice. I liked it. I was yeah. inside working in that though, Starbucks smelling shop. That was a. It smells great. <laughs> it, it smells great yeah. though. No, it's I love that place. It's I like the open floor plan. It's just chill, man. I just, I think they stick me in the back because of my mouth. <laughs> Portland's very liberal, dude. <laughs> you were I. Portland, Maine, very liberal. Who so is? I I don't. I don't do well out there with my what comes out of my mouth sometimes. But, yeah, but yeah, you I mean, say some rascal shit. Kyle goes out there, fat Kyle. He does well, so I mean, if he can make it, I should be fine. Jesus. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they'll say stuff and like, yeah, you can't say shit like that. I'm like, why can't I? Are you serious? Like, get over it. You get a little sensitive. I don't know how stand up comedy is even a thing anymore, dude. I'm like, how is this happening? It's, it's the bigger than it's ever been, and like, yet we live in the biggest sensitive society ever. But whatever. For real, man. Like, in some of the, like, what was I watching? Chappelle, dude. His Dave last Chappelle's one was the last. Yeah, dude. Had a few his, uh, I was like, Whoa. Was his last one? They fucking were so sticks and stones. Dude, that was to me. The yes. best stand-up of the year last year. He touched on every subject. It was so good. The... Hey, dude, and that's the <laughs> no. thing. He didn't leave no. anybody It was even better than there. Bill Burr's, dude. And I like Bill Burr's, but fuck, man. Chappelle just, God, tore it up, dude. I loved it. His last two before that, I didn't. I was like, man, you're starting to become yeah, of like taking sides and stuff. And I didn't like that aspect. But then he came out with Sticks and Stones. I was like, yes, I see. I did. I did, uh, I did like. Uh, I, I like the him. other two. I thought he was kind of changing. I was like, now you're kind of catering, and you know, I don't know, to certain sides. And I'm like, no, you need to shit on everyone, Chappelle. This is your job. <laughs> like, that's what you're supposed to do. And he right. Did. He came back with a vengeance. Yeah. Yes, he did. You got to do the Matt and give it the Matt and Trey Parker treatment. They shit just to try on to get their show done. Everybody, and yeah, it's still going on. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we'll fuck it up this season. They're like, no, we like that one. Keep going. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, crazy dude. Damn. That was uh, these dudes Yavelli. They did that. What does a fox it. say? Song back in the day. Yeah, they uh, they had a show kind of like Flight of the yeah. Concords, and they uh, didn't want the show to go on anymore. So, because they're actually pretty vulgar. And then they're like, we'll make this Fox song. That's sure enough. That's going to get us kicked off the air. This is terrible. And it ended up becoming a huge hit. So they had to sign for like two more seasons. <laughs> yeah. So it backfired. I was like, oh, dude, they, they have some pretty funny shit outside of that song, you know, but it's pretty good stuff. But yeah, dude, we've been talking for 93 minutes. This might be the longest podcast. Dude, oh, shit. I did not even notice. There's definitely, I won't lie, there was moments yeah, after dude, we were podcasting, I, kinda, I thought we were just fucking Yeah, around. we've been just chatting it up, joking around. Really, really rarely, probably 15 minutes of this 95 almost going on has been talking about tattoos. <laughs> yeah, but not. Yeah, sorry, time, guys. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is I, the quarantine edition, okay? So, we're going, yeah, we're going stir crazy. Yeah, we're scattering fever here. <laughs> Yeah. For seriously, I almost started a podcast where I just do 14 different voices. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is what just my talk life to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I guess that's that, dude. This is a great conversation. Dude, what did you do? You finished your drawing? Uh, yeah, I did. Well, just a sketch. I started a markering line work Ooh, went on with on a marker wow. so i will uh God oh yeah the knockoff microns, baby. I, I did sharpie just a bold outline around it but that's about it that's all you're getting people <laughs> yeah it is quarantine edition yeah exactly get what you get what you that's pay what, for. Uh, someone left a bad review on my buddy's shop on friday the 13th about the service they received i'm like 
Um, you're getting thirteen dollars service. Also, do you understand this? Like, the fuck are you guys bitching about? Who's gonna leave a bad review on Yelp on a Friday the thirteenth, dude? That is the fucking worst, dude. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, never get come banged. to my shop again, please. Yeah, we still have two shops open in our town. <sighs> it's sad, man. Some of them are there by appointment only, I think, by now, but that doesn't matter. Like, come on. Just close already. But whatever. Some people like money. It is what it is. I like money. I just don't like to put everyone at risk doing it. But yeah. It's been it's been a good combo, bro. You there? Did I lose you? I think I lost him, everyone. So we just found out Carl's a dick, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I think you might have lost him. I think his phone either died, he or his one beer got him really drunk. It's one of one or the other. So um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, we will. I'll post the pictures of our drawings on my Instagram and Facebook. If you guys want to tune into that, uh, at Kevin Beckvar, B-E-C-V-A-R. Um, yeah. So you can check out the little sketchy sketches we did. And, uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in for this almost hundred minutes of conversation. Much appreciated. Um, I'm going to talk like Carl. Hi, thanks for tuning in guys. I'm not going to say that's his exact voice, but I'm pretty sure I fucking nailed it. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for chatting with me. And uh, may the Schwartz be with you. Thanks, guys. I'll have another episode up soon. Peace.